This episode of Blitz is brought to you by Rip Curl's Mirage Activate Board Short. On sale today. This is Mick Fanning's secret weapon. The ultimate compression liner board short. Developed by the three-time world champ, Mick. He's that fucking good Fanning. And WSL co-medical director and sports medicine specialist, Dr. Tim Brown. The targeted technology within the board short helps you surf stronger for longer. It works by activating core surfing muscles to balance power, posture, and joint alignment. The firm yet flexible fit also offers rash protection, decreasing lactic acid buildup. This all amounts to board shorts that let you perform at a higher level and recover faster. I was struggling with tight hips and a little lower back stiffness, explains Fanning, about why he sought out the tech during his three times world title campaigns. I finally got my hands on a pair of the liners, put them on, went for a surf, and instantly it felt like someone had grabbed my butt cheeks and lifted them together and made them real perky. What that did was ease up on my whole back. The looseness that I felt in my mid and upper back, I went surfing and didn't have any stiffness whatsoever. Are you kidding me? Bodies that lift your butt cheeks and make them perky? Woo! Get me some of that gear. When you put these shorts on, it almost feels like someone has grabbed you from behind and given you a good old lift, continues Dr. Tim Brown. Really helps to align the body and it helps to make your body feel more powerful. And in fact, it helps your performance the first time you put them on. Other technical features include hydrophobic quick-dry coating, body-mapping silicon grip, rash-free fly mesh, a surf grip waistband, secure lock draw cord, aerotech outer shell, and recycled Mirage Pro fabric. Fucking get that in here. <laughs> ah, the shorts come with a 30-day performance guarantee where you can return them for a full refund or credit if you're not 100% stoked with how they work. Head to your closest Rip Curl store or board short stockist to try some on and feel the difference or check them out online. Ripcurl.com <laughs> Get those perky cheats tweet! The Rip Curl Mirage Activate is available for the first time ever today. And don't forget, you can sign up to Club Rip Curl while you're there. Rip Curl, mate. Blitzed. ATS. Perky as a motherfucker up in here. Competition surfing. Rashes. Nerdism. All right, I'm joined with one of Australia's up-and-coming talents. He's looking to make a mark at the pipeline after a pretty horrific injury last year. Liam O'Brien, we're looking at a potential start tomorrow, man. How are you feeling? Feeling pretty good, thanks, Jed. Just sitting here having a look at the waves right now. It's pretty dismal by pipe standards but if um i think if you had d-bar with these conditions you'd be pretty stoked so it's all a bit it's all about perspective isn't it that's right mate it is all about perspective and uh what are you expecting for the event i mean have they kind of briefed you on the forecast uh is there are we looking at any days that will live up to last year's event um i'm not much of a forecast guru but as far as i can tell it's not going to live up to last year's event, but it does change quick here, so you never know. But by I don't know, I think tomorrow if they run, it's going to be probably small, 
sandbar, sand over the reef turns at backdoor. Um, uh, I don't think it'll be anything too spectacular, but you never know. Yeah, interesting. Ah, oh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's weird. I don't understand how there's still sand on the reef after all those mondo swells. I, I mean, uh, Hawaii, the North Shore, it's all a bit of a mystery to me how it works. You'd think that getting just barraged, belted by that amount of uh, ocean that would, would wipe all the sand clean, but but that's not the case. Okay, so that would be the logical answer. But I think what's happened is. There was a heap of water rushing along the beach in close. So all the sand off the beach is gone. There's all these rocks that I never even knew existed that are exposed at the moment. And then I think there was a big rip pulling out next to pipe the whole time. And the sand was just getting ripped off the beach all along in front of off the wall and back door and all the rest and dumped out where that rip was pulling out. And then in the last few days, the swell's gone north. So that huge um, that huge pile of sand's just being pushed slowly but surely over onto the reef um, at backdoor. But I don't think it's I don't think it's the worst thing in the world because it looks like it's going to be mostly north swells. So I think if there's a bit of sand on it, it might make it like sometimes it's like that little Kira style draining barrel. So I don't know if, if we're lucky, we might get a bit of that. But yeah, it's not uh, it's not typical pipe, that's for sure. Wow, yeah, that's really interesting, man. Uh, I mean, yeah, north swells tend to favour more backdoor, doesn't it? And uh, I guess with that sand on the reef, yeah, that's going to throw a real spanner in the works in terms of uh, you know who people are picking to do well there. Um, so, yeah, you're kind of thinking uh, it, this, this event could be well contested more at backdoor than at pipe at this stage. Yeah, definitely. Um, there might be a bit of a swell at the back end of the period, but it's pretty hard to tell. It's nothing's not, none of the forecast forecasting lately has really been that accurate. So I have no idea what what it's going to bring. But I think the next couple of days, at least, will be yeah probably a lot of turns, a couple of little barrels here and there, maybe something similar to what you used to see in the the January window when it was. Um, yeah, not, not the best conditions, but I'm sure there'll still be some good surfing go down and it should still be entertaining. And, I mean, you never know. If it if all the elements align, there could be some pretty mental little dredgy sand bottom-style barrels. Wow, that's so fascinating. Yeah, December window, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean, obviously suffered one of the, the worst mishaps on record while preparing uh, to make your World Tour debut <laughs> at this event last year. H- has that changed how you approached it this year? Um, not really, to be honest, which I don't know if that's a smart thing or not, but I didn't want it to influence my how I'd normally go about my day and how I'd normally go about my surfs. Um, I don't think I'm like too stupid out in the water, so I didn't want to just be really hesitant and, and not take any waves at all. And especially out there, you kind of have to be going for it a little bit to even end up on a good wave because it's a it's a pretty full-on spot. And, um, yeah, to just, just to go one, sometimes you've got to kind of be in that headspace where you don't really care what happens. You're just fully committed to the wave. But um, I don't know, I probably skipped a couple of sessions here and there um, when it was the conditions weren't quite right and it was a bit sketchy, but other than that, not really. I've been kind of doing the same thing as I normally would. Right. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, talk us through your preparation, like uh, in, since you've landed in Hawaii. Um, you know, how long have you been there? Have you had uh, access uh, or you know the uh, opportunity to, to surf pipe and backdoor march? How have you fared out there? That kind of stuff. Yeah, I got here for uh, about two weeks ago now. And when I first got here, the conditions were really good. So I, I got a fair bit of time out there. Um, it was kind of the same old story. Like, it's pretty tricky to get a wave with the crowd. And I'm not the best hustler ever, but snuck a few here and there. And, um, yeah, got the kind of got the feel for the waves over here again. But, no, it was really fun when I got here. And then, obviously, there was that huge run of, run of huge swell that Eddie ran. And then after that, it was pretty onshore and blown out. So... I've actually done probably more sunset time this year than normal, but um, that's not a bad thing for me. I don't usually surf there that much. I kind of spend all my time at at pipe or off the wall, so uh, it's been nice to mix it up a little bit. But, yeah, feeling fairly prepared, I think. It's been pretty tricky because the conditions are completely different every day, but I've been surfing plenty and should be about as prepared as I can be, hopefully. Yeah, unreal, man. And Sunset, obviously, the next event after Pipe. Uh, you know, how do you feel about that wave? Yeah, I, I mean, I like surfing Sunset, but I've, I've had a fair few frustrating times trying to surf it well. <laughs> it's one of those waves that's really enigmatic and has a lot of funky little bits and pieces to it, a lot of lump, and it's it's definitely different to your typical spot. It's almost like a... Yeah, like a big wave in a smallish wave. Not smallish, but you know what I mean. It's like a 20-foot wave that's 10-foot. It's just so lumpy and you're kind of hanging on a little bit. So to actually go out and take the top off, it's really, really hard. But I've been um, been having a few fun sessions this year and enjoying the challenge of trying to figure it out. But, yeah, when you when you get it right out there, it's so much fun. You go, you go so fast and there's a couple of cool sections to it, especially that inside bowl. That's real fun to to line up but um yeah still chipping away at it hopefully i can figure it out before the comp yeah and and as you mentioned man uh you know just a crazy month on the north shore uh january's been off its head uh you know far out massive swells some crazy days at pipe waimea and the uh outer reefs i mean what of uh all of that chaos did you catch and and has it had any influence on your mindset uh your motivation or, or strategy uh, yeah, actually, I went down and watched the Eddie live, and that was just that was phenomenal. It's just so so wild to see guys just absolutely going for it in ways that could pretty much kill them. <laughs> so um, that was a that was a real spectacle, and um, pretty inspiring as well. So I thought, these guys are just knife it on twenty footers, then I think I should be able to do it at <laughs> back door. <laughs> yeah, and you actually... yeah, it's really cool when it. Sorry, go on. no, you go. <laughs> it's just cool to see the North Shore line up like that. It's just, it's crazy how a swell that big can just show up with no forewarning or anything. It just kind of appears like it was flat the afternoon before, and then we woke up that morning and it was just white water to the horizon and perfect offshore winds, like real light, just calm, calm conditions, and then just ridiculous waves out to sea. So it's pretty wild to, to see in real life. Wow, what an experience, man! And it must have been an even crazier experiencing uh, experience watching your mate and uh, you know fellow Billabong team rider Josh Moniz surf in the event. I mean, 
you know, that, that, that must have, that had to have been pretty inspiring to see a, a guy who you know really well, you know, he's from the South Shore. He's, he's not necessarily grown up in massive waves. Um, and, you know, he's just really bit down on the cork and just put in for his family, his people on a day like that. That, that, must, have, uh, that must have got you boys pretty flared up. Yeah, it was so cool to see. Um, yeah, Josh is such a legend, such a good guy, and um, obviously surfs so well as well. But yeah, he was, he got the invite, and and yeah, he showed up and and got out there and caught some big ones. So it was pretty cool to see. Um, and yeah, he's just like his family history is so so deep. So it was cool to see him. What? Oh, just losing you there, man. Can you hear us? And uh, I mean, just yeah, about your own position at the moment, um, you know, you're part of a, a resurgent crew of, of young Aussie men and women and uh, you know, no one's really tipping you to trouble the scorers. But uh, as we've proved in the past couple of years, uh, you know, your generation has just been full of surprises. Uh, first with Morgs making the top five, Callum's breakthrough year, uh, Connor O'Leary, uh, you know, last year, just some really classic underdog, unheralded stories. Now you're in that position. I mean, from an Aussie surf fan's point of view, like it's pretty perfect. Uh, there's nothing better than, than watching our countrymen uh, with their back against the wall come out swinging. I mean, but how are you feeling about being in that position of being the underdog, I guess? Um. I haven't really thought about it, to be honest. I'm just stoked to get another go at the tour and to surf some good waves. But, yeah, it's it's definitely cool to to kind of exceed expectations, I suppose. <laughs> it's definitely nice not to have everyone expecting you to do well and then and then not living up to that. But, um, no, the, the, uh, the talent in Oz in the, at the moment is really, really, really strong. It's even below my friendship group and age group there's just so many good juniors and younger guys that are working their way up the ranks as well so i think there'll be plenty more guys to come um even after we're done yeah and and the spotlight's well and truly office at least in the men's side of the draw which is you know i guess creating its own culture of uh work ethic and uh just like a, a real determination to kind of get us back to to where we're accustomed to as a, a surfing nation yeah absolutely yeah every everyone's got a good attitude and, and goes about it the right way and um i guess they appreciate that it's it takes a lot to to get there and um and yeah most of the guys are and girls for that matter are willing to put in the in the work and it's cool to see it pay off for a few people Mate, round one at Pipe, you've got uh, fellow Billabong team rider and good friend Ethan Ewing in your heat uh, alongside Chloe Andino. And, and we know your track record of teaming up on guys, a la the uh, Flores incident at Rotnest. Have you guys concocted any schemes to get rid of the Californian? <laughs> nah. Nah, no schemes. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm doing any more schemes. I'm just... <laughs> Not that that was even a scheme, but fuck. No, I think it's it's so like at this level, it's just you kind of just got to focus on yourself and and hope that you can <laughs> get through. Really, the levels that high, and both of those guys are obviously really accomplished surfers and really really good surfers. So I'll have my work cut out for me, but I'll be stoked if I can just um, put a couple together and not look like a fool out there. Oh, mate, there's no chance of you looking like a fool out there. Uh, <laughs> man, and just more broadly, uh, I mean, who are the, the real danger men that, that you've identified in the draw? I, I, I mean, apart from the obvious, like Slater and John, obviously, but, 
I mean, looking at this forecast, that, that's a real spanner in the works that's not necessarily going to favour either of those guys. Yeah, I don't even know how to how to pick it really. I mean, there's gonna I think there's gonna be an array of different conditions throughout the contest. There might be a couple of days that resemble normal pipe toward the end, but to start at least it's gonna be pretty different. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you, I guess you got you guys like Kanoa that are, you know, they're really good competitors and he's done well in the past at backdoor. Um, yeah, like the your Jack and your Joao Chankers that they're just good out there full stop. So they're they're always going to be hard to beat. But I feel like it's a – I don't know, the conditions being the way they're forecast to be, it kind of opens it up to almost anyone. I mean, everyone on the tour has got the skills to, to surf, but no one gets there by luck. So, yeah, I think um, I think it'll be a pretty interesting event and there might be a few upsets. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, that seems like a high likelihood and – uh, also, looking a bit ahead, I mean, first time John John and Medina will be going head to head in a while. Like thoughts on on how that's going to pan out, or or even just uh, you know watching those two in action. That's uh, a pretty amazing thing. Yeah, that heat's incredible. I think Leo's in that heat as well. So it's a it's a stacked heat as a, as they all are. But yeah, I'm really keen to see that one, as will probably everybody. But um, yeah, those guys are when you see them in you know in real life and they're they're at fully fit and and fully functioning they're just a, a whole nother level so it'd be cool to see them go to head to head and hopefully they get a few good waves yeah and hopefully the, the first of many heats where they'll be going head to head this year uh but you reckon an australian can fly under the radar and, and scoop up a title it feels like we're building nicely yeah jack and ethan were right there last year and, and had phenomenal seasons so i'm sure those guys will be be looking to back it up again and um yeah there's plenty of good guys like you said like callum and and connor as well um ryan's back on and he's a massive talent so yeah there's there's a few guys there's a few guys on the tour that are looking the goods but um obviously it's yeah so many good guys like the brazilian guys are just freaks and (laughs) so hard to beat and then um yeah you got like your johns and canoas and griffins and all that sort of stuff so no, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But, yeah, I think anything's a possibility. And if they, if everything goes right, one of the Aussie boys could have a breakout year and maybe snatch a title. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and for your own uh, sake and your own kind of future this year on tour, you know, what are your kind of goals and objectives? Um, I haven't said anything too concrete, <laughs> to be honest. But, yeah. Um, I'd love to just feel like I've kind of maximised every opportunity I've gotten and every heat. Um, it's obviously it's pretty daunting to come onto this, uh, you know, to to get onto the CT and compete at this level. It's a lot of media. You, you're against your heroes. Um, there's a lot of nerves involved. So I'll be I'll be stoked if I can just push all that aside and and still go out and surf and compete the way I normally do. And and um, if that translates into some results, great. But if not, then that's fine too, as long as I can kind of look back and feel like there was there was nothing I kind of left a chance, then um, I'll be pretty stoked. Unreal, man. Well, best of luck in the event. And as they say, break a leg. I mean, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, I'll try not to, but yeah. <laughs> we'll see how we go. 
Oh, mate. Can't wait to watch you compete. Uh, a real underdog battler from Burley Heads. Man, it's going to be sick. Like, uh, you know, watching you guys in a jersey is uh, what gets me up in the morning. I love seeing the new generation really, you know, compete with the, the energy, uh, ethic, and uh, just character that, that we've come to expect from our sports people abroad. It's a proud history and lineage that you're a part of that it goes beyond surfing mate so uh, uh i know that you understand that and uh yeah can't wait to watch you do your thing cheers smith thanks for the chat